me first suspect Joe was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. Mr. Oh, Capel, the unimportant facts. I, I suspected the postman after he testified. I suspect. I suspect. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first cast suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in the story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In Double Cross, the story we presented last time, do you remember this scene? The police chief and George Phillips have arrived at a house on Longfelt Drive in answer to Billy Peston's phone call that he had killed the brains of the smuggling ring. Billy Peston is recounting the gun battle. Yes, for a glass of water and like a sucker, I went into the kitchen to get it. And she started shooting as you came back, eh? Yeah. Had her gun out and ready. She fired a couple of times before I got her. Any one of your shots would have killed her, Peston. She must have been dead before she hit that floor. Well, looks as if we'd rounded up the whole gang tonight. Yeah, she, uh... She kept her gun in her coat pocket, George. Yeah. Nellie Jones' gun, ladies and gentlemen, was in her pocket. Yet she was killed instantly. Obviously, Billy Peston was lying about her shooting at him. He had killed her in cold blood. And now, behind the mask. London, England. Late one foggy evening in May, while Constable Bates is walking down Medfield Lane, he sees the side door of a darkened house open slowly. Just a moment, me lad. Stay where you are. Wearing a mask, are you? We'll have that off in half a second and we'll see... At 8 o'clock the following night, in the home of Philip Marston, banker, financier, and collector of Chinaware. Sorry, Alfred, but I can't make it tonight. Got a bit of work to do, you know. Uh, tomorrow at 2 o'clock, what? Good night. Now put your hands, Marston. Get away from the phone. Uh, what do you want? Put your hands behind your back. Uh, Hold still. Quiet. There. You'll never get loose from those knots. What's the meaning of this? Shut up. Where is it? Money? You'll find... Where's the Wangley teacup? I know it's somewhere in this house. You can't take that. It's not mine. I, I borrowed it. Where from... is it? At the bank. That'll teach you. Perhaps it's in this cupboard. You, you, you can't sell it. It's too well known. Oh, it is here. I'll give you a thousand pounds not to take that bit of pottery. Two thousand, then. It's unfortunate for you that your windows fit so well, Marston. Good heavens, man. You can't leave me here where the gas gets opened. The servants won't be back for over an hour. The ropes are too well tied for you to break loose. <laughs> help! Police, help! Help! 
Late the following afternoon, Inspector Davis at Scotland Yard enters the office of Chief Inspector Richardson. You sent for me, sir? Yes, Davis. I realize you're due to go on a vacation tomorrow, but I'd like you to stay and take over the Marston case. Just a routine robbery and murder, isn't it? Well, unless I'm mistaken, it's connected with Bates' report of two days ago. Oh? Bates was knocked out by a burglar, and according to his report, the burglar wore a black mask. Yes, it sounded a bit too sensational for London in the 20th century. If it wasn't for Bates' reputation, sir, I'd... I'd say imagine the mask. Exactly. A few moments ago, I received this wire from Sir Harold Barton. Mm-hmm. My caretaker reports nothing stolen. Here's the information on the Marston case you asked for, sir. Oh, thanks. You see, Davis Marston is also a collector of China. Oh. Let's see. One Wang Lee teacup, Ming Dynasty, borrowed from Sir Harold Barton, missing. That's what the criminal was after, Davis. I see. I know very little about Chinaware, but pieces of real Ming are quite valuable. An almost impossible thing to sell, sir. Not to another collector, an unscrupulous one. I hate to ask you to postpone your vacation, Davis, but I feel that you're the one man on the force who can solve this. Thank you, sir. Uh, Mr. Alfred Parks to see you, sir. He says it's urgent. Alfred Parks, eh? Send him in, Oliver. Parks also collects pottery, Davis. He may be useful. Oh, good afternoon, Mr. Parks. Hello, Davis. Mr. Richardson, I'm here about the Marsden affair. Phoned me last night, you know. Borrowed a rare piece of mean pottery from Sir Harold Barton. Uh, pardon me, sir. But was it a Wang Lee teacup? You know that already, eh? Yes, it was Wang Lee. One of the only four pieces he ever made. Four teacups, eh? Where are the other three? I have one, Grant has one, and Lord Breslaw has the fourth. And you think an attempt will be made to get yours? That's why I came here. I want you to place a couple of men in my house until this criminal is caught. Very well, Mr. Parks. Two of our best men will go to your house with you. Inspector Davis will handle the case. And my men will get in touch with him if anything happens. Jones? Yes, sir. Mr. Parks was robbed. Smith and I were knocked out at 11 o'clock. Is Parks all right? We called an ambulance for him, sir. The burglar left him tied fast in a chair with all the gas jets open. There may be a chance... Find out what's missing. Look at his china collection. 11 o'clock he came, eh? Yes, sir. No more than two minutes after. Phone Scotland Yard. Order an ambulance and two constables to go to Grant Morris's home. 712 Greenbridge Lane. I'll meet them there. Try it. Uh, thank heavens we're not too late. Peters, turn off the gas. Right. Use me knife, officer. I'll cut him loose. Uh, Open the window wider. Right, I'll take him outside in the hall. Don't let anyone in here. Bring the doctor in the house at once. All right, sir. We must get a description of the man we're after. Inspector, are you insinuating that I can't handle my own affairs? I'll have you know I've dealt satisfactorily with criminals before. You may consult my record in India and South Africa. You'll well, see Well, if that... we can place three or four constables in your house... Nonsense! This, this murderer may be one of your men. Decide to have me own guards. And electrical devices on every first floor window in the building. 
Let strangers run through my house. Such utter nonsense. Your Lordship, if it's necessary for us to go to the Home Office Department... Oh, we'll... pardon me, sir. Uh, Lord Brestlaw, surely you wouldn't mind if we placed a man outside your home in the garden? Not on my property. As for watching from the outside, you're free to do as you please. But no blockhead constables in my house or on my property. That's final. Good day. Sir, I believe that... Oh, what is it, Davis? Antagonizing Lord Brestlaw isn't going to help. Also, if there are too many guards about this house, the man we're after won't show up. He'll wait until the hue and cry is quieted. Well, you speak as though you have an idea who we're after. I have, but in order to capture our man and be fairly certain of a conviction, we have to get him by the stolen Wang Lee cups. Neither Parks nor Mars can identify him. He wore a black mask. No fingerprints. He wore gloves. Now, send a couple of men out to tap the gas pipes to Lord Breslow's home and install a special meter. I'm fairly certain the gas jets will be open when the burglar is leaving. Our men can tell by the special meter. One will phone us here. The other will break in and rescue his lordship. Perhaps this plan won't work, sir. But it's the only one. Since Lord Breslaw refuses to cooperate. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, Williams. Uh, yes, your lordship? Uh, uh, Williams. Have you seen anyone prowling about the grounds? Oh, no, your lordship. Uh, well, where's Brighton? Uh, well... Well, what? Speak up. Where's Brighton? He's... He's outside in the hall asleep. He didn't feel very well this evening, so he's... He's sleeping on duty, eh? Well, he's fired. Wake him up and tell him to get out. Sleeping, eh? No, Breslaw. Drugged. Why, you... Oh. Keep your hands up, Breslaw. I've come for the Wangley cup of yours. Stand and walk to the chair over there, quick. Flood lamp will shine in his face. Shh, he's coming. Hands up, Morris. Oh. Stay where you are, Morris. Hold it, sir. He won't escape. Don't no, hang me. But you can't take these. You can't take my Wangley cups. They're mine. They're mine. You can't touch them. They're mine. They're all four cups. The only pottery Wangley ever made. They're mine. They're mine. Crazy. Completely. Just before Davis left on his delayed vacation, he was called into Chief Inspector Richardson's office at Scotland Yard. I want to congratulate you, Chief Inspector. Well, what was that, sir? I was just informed of your promotion. That was a marvelous piece of work, Davis. Well, thank you, sir. You see, I figured that a collector or a criminal employed by a collector of pottery would have gone after those wangly cups. And probably the collector would do it himself, fearing that the professional criminal wouldn't know what to take or might break Yes, yes, I understand that. And the theory that the four persons already having a cup would be the likely suspect. But I don't see why you suspected Grant Morris. I didn't at first. I suspected Lord Breslow, Morris, Alfred Parks, and Sir Harold Barton in general. But I was sure that Morris was the culprit. Ladies when... and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Inspector Davis to suspect Grant Morris? If you did, write to this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. And to check your power of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present Suspicion. Suspicion.